He's, he's nervous of me ever since South Africa beat England in the Rugby World Cup. Lafraz <laughs> um, and I have been friends for quite a few years, and I was really thrilled when Lafraz agreed to come and speak. So we're just going to get to know him a little bit. And bro, I guess the first question is really just, tell us about your background, your upbringing, your way you grew up, family situation, you know, how did it all begin? So I grew up in South Africa in a little town called Rustenburg, uh, which is close to Johannesburg in the north. Um, and like any self-respecting Afrikaner, we went to church uh, and did the Sunday school and all that sort of stuff at the Dutch Reformed Church. Um, and yeah, very privileged upbringing, um, you know, lots of good principles being taught, etc. But no real faith in Jesus. He didn't really have any influence on my day to day. Christian family? Christian, nominally Christian, yes, um, and, and some of them are really, really Christian, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a, everyone goes to church in South Africa, that's just what you do, maybe like England 50 years ago, so, um, so yeah, so, so Christian uh, heritage. So your, your family's nominally Christian, you're saying it didn't mean a lot to you, you're about to preach to us, so I'm guessing something's changed things in between. Things have changed, yes. W what happened? How did you become a Christian? So I came to England, um, and I don't know, maybe I was out of my comfort zone. I didn't think about it consciously, but uh, started going to church a little bit more, started reading my Bible in earnest. I remember going to an evangelism training course, which is deeply ironic because I do those now, um, called the Being a Contagious Christian, because I thought I needed to just pull my socks up and be a bit more contagious. Um, and it was there, as, as people shared their testimonies, which is what I'm doing now, uh, that I realized, you know, they were talking about life before Jesus, how they met Jesus, what happened afterwards. And I realized, actually, you know, what are they talking about? I haven't had any such experience. I don't think I know Jesus personally. H how old were you? Uh, it was 2004. I was 25. So that was, yeah, that was the first time that I consciously, I know, you know, in years sometimes, you know, you're not right with God, but consciously realized I may not be a Christian at all, which is quite a shock. Um, and then, and then uh, through various events, uh, I, I went to church with, with my girlfriend at the time. Uh, and it was, it was a type of church I wouldn't normally go to. Very charismatic, sort of very loud. It's not the place for an Afrikaner boy to be seen. But I was desperate and I needed some answers and I went. And, um, and the guy was preaching. It was just a normal church service. The guy was preaching about God's plan for the ages. Uh, and I never knew that God had a plan. Uh, and it sounded just very convincing and it rang true. Uh, and afterwards, the guy just said, hey, if you know you're not right with God, don't leave here without sort of settling things with God. And I went forward and, uh, you know, asked Jesus to be Lord of my life. Wow. Uh, finally, just catch us up to the present day. So brief few snapshots, what's happened since? What are you up to now? And uh, tell us a bit about your family too. Okay, so I, um, well, I'll do that as we go. So, so that was 2004. Uh, within a couple of years, I'd happen upon a place called St. Helens Bishop's Gate uh, through the lunchtime talks there that's up in the city. Um, and I started getting more and more involved there. Got married to Suzanne, also a South African, in 2007. Uh, we then started attending um, St. Helens Bishop's Gate. And that's where we really grew up as, as, as Christians, learning how to handle God's Word, um, and then, you know, given responsibility to lead Bible studies and occasionally preach and that sort of stuff. All this time I was working as a product manager in the city of London uh, at a company called Interactive Investor. 
2011, Marie arrives. 2013, Charles, my boy, arrives. 2015, Liesel arrives, number three. Um, and around 2013, we moved to a church more local to us where we live in Orpington, and we're now at Elmstead Baptist Church in Chiselhurst, where I'm one of the elders. Um, how's my life changed? Um, so... I guess something's changed overnight, like literally overnight. So, so some words that I, I, you know, I used in everyday language, like every second, second sentence would have these words, and I've never said again after, after meeting Jesus. Mm. Other things have taken a long, long time, and, uh, and I've, I'm just still on that journey of bringing my whole life under the authority of Jesus. Um, one big thing that's happened recently is uh, that I've, you know, I've moved from secular work, working as a product manager, to working for a Christian ministry called The Word One to One. Um, shall I say a little bit something about that? So it's, it's, it's a ministry that resources normal Christians like you and me uh, and enthuses us to just get out there with God's Word, read the Bible with our non-Christian friends. Can it be as simple as that? Uh, well, experience shows that actually it can be as simple as that for many, many people. So I'm going to be doing a little demo after the... Um, after the service, just in a room down the hall. It's going to take 10 minutes, and I'll just show you. I'll tell you how I invite people. I'll show you how the notes work. And maybe you can get started uh, just holding out the, the gospel, the Bible, to your, to your friends, getting them to engage with you uh, in doing that. And I'm also going to be back here on the 18th of March uh, for an evening of just you know thinking about that a bit more, thinking about how to engage with the people around us, how to invite them to have a look at the Bible, etc., so please put that in your diaries, 18th of March. That's a Wednesday night. That'll be at the Dobby's home, our home. Uh, I guess one final, final question, a couple of bullet points. How can we pray for you? Uh, how can you pray? Pray, uh, pray for this ministry. Pray that uh, Matthew 9.38 says that the, 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 um, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. So the problem isn't the harvest. We feel like the harvest is the problem. Uh, the Bible says the laborers are the problem. There's a shortage of labor. So pray that as we, uh, as we go around enthusing in an encouraging way, people will be emboldened to take a step out and to, and to reach out to those around them. Um, pray for me to be authentic in that so that I will also do that to my own network of contacts, people at the school gate, uh, you know, neighbors, etc., um, yeah, and always pray for us as a family to just grow in serving the Lord Jesus in, in everything we do, in the way we raise our kids, uh, in, the, in, in the way we relate to our family, our neighbors, everyone. May we honor and, and, and grow into maturity in Christ and really serve Him well. Those are some things you can pray. We'll do that. We'll do that now. Let me invite the band up and let me pray for you. Brother, come nice. here. You're so English. <laughs> Personal space. Yeah, you don't mind hugs. <laughs> I'm, I'm a hugger. I'm a hugger. Let's hug. And let's pray for our brother. Father God, thank you so much for Lafraz. Lord, I, I thank you for uh, rescuing him like you've rescued so many of us uh, when he was just a 24-year-old. And Lord, a, an amazing journey you've taken him on since, um, giving him a, a beautiful wife and, and three children and a wonderful full-time ministry as well. Uh, Lord, please would you help him? Uh, help him first and foremost just to be a, a faithful, spiritually healthy son of yours. Yes, uh, fighting sin and um, crying out to you mm. uh, in dependence and, in, and being full of love and joy and peace because of you. 
Uh, Lord, help him to be a, a great husband, uh, carry on being a great husband like he is, and, and a great dad. And Lord, also help him as he help, uh, serves in this ministry. Lord, please, with the word one-to-one, encourage and empower more and more people to be reading your life-changing scriptures with non-Christians, and for that not to be a weird thing. Lord, to step out in courage and faith and ask them, and, and then not be too surprised when your Holy Spirit prompts those non-Christians to say, yes, okay. Yes, um, Lord, we ask all of these things in Jesus' name, and we thank you that uh, we can do so because we have such a beautiful Savior through whom all our lives long we can be praising and thanking you. Yes, thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Let's brother. worship.